Well, hello everyone and welcome to the first ever All Four Wheels podcast. I'm Joel. And I'm Charlie. And today we're going to talk about why we think driving in the UK is becoming less and less fun by the day. In fact, I can talk about it just on the drive down here this <laughs> afternoon. It was horrendous and some and of my points... different directions. I know, and it's just, it's becoming so much worse. But anyway, this is a first for me. I've never done a podcast before yeah, with you. Yeah, no, this is a first for me as well. So. I've been doing my It's Joel channel yeah, for course. about four or five yeah. years now. But uh, never actually done yeah. a podcast. I've always wanted to do this. Podcasts are becoming a lot more popular now. Maybe that yeah. nudged me a little bit to to get on with it. But the name All Four Wheels, I think me and a bunch of mates made up probably seven or eight years ago. And yeah, just never actually been able to yeah. use it. But now is the time. And I'm very excited to finally be doing this. We've got my friend Charlie along to help. We're in a slightly dingy room here in my parents' house. But we've got to start off you know, humble and then hopefully... If people listen and watch, then you might be able to upgrade that. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah. Charlie, I've known for a few years now, and we've done various things on the It's Joel channel before, which you might not have seen. Charlie was actually with me when we went to... to the Nürburgring. Yeah. yeah. Well, the last time I went to the Nürburgring, which was, I think, what was that, September last? Yeah, it was September, I think. We had the, the red... Yeah, the red yeah. Audi R8 rear-wheel drive performance edition. It's a horrible drive down there, though, in the wet. If you remember, you remember that? I'm trying to think. Yeah, well, I, we nearly aquaplaned across a few lanes. <laughs> oh, I do remember because <laughs> yeah. I was you. You'd never been to Germany before. No, right? it's my first so time. I, we were I excited about the autobahn the whole yeah. way. I was saying, yeah, yeah. mate, wait, because when we get to Germany, <laughs> well, no, because driving through Belgium, you were like, you do not speed through Belgium. You know, this is a this yeah, no go. You know, Belgium, France, yeah. the UK. You just yes. get onto that a bit in this episode, but yeah. you can't really no. take the Mickey, so to speak. But in Germany, they still have de-restricted autobahn stretches of essentially their motorway where there's no speed limit so yeah the whole drive over i was sort of saying Patiently this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be mental when we get yeah, to yeah, germany yeah. You're, you're not gonna believe this but we did get to germany and it was just just like, chucked it absolutely and it was it was torrential like something you know monsoon almost yeah, yeah. so the irony of it was all, all is that when we got to the place where we could go whatever speed limit we want we were probably doing 60 miles an hour because it was just so horrifying yeah. and that rear wheel drive um yeah you don't want to push R8, that too much it drives like a lamborghini hurricane rear wheel drive it just sort of will skip across yes. the road if it wants to but yeah so we we've done a few time. things together and um well we just have lots of conversations all the time charlie and i about cars and various topics that i want to go into uh, a bit like the one today and we just thought it'd be it would be great to just do it on the camera yeah, so here see, we are see if people agree and see if we would disagree how are you feeling does this feel weird to you uh, not really yeah you, you're initially, settling into it nicely initially i was a bit a bit you know nervous but yeah no it's cool out now so um it's just like talking to my friend yeah exactly <laughs> except there's a camera there and all yeah. of this stuff and, and you're all looking at me <laughs> <laughs> so today what i really want to talk about i want to elaborate on my statement that i made at the very start of this podcast that driving in the uk isn't fun anymore now it's a little bit funny coming from well from us we've yes. what, barely been driving well, longer been than most of you guys have probably seven years for both of us isn't it yeah well I'm gone. what am i now i'm 26, <laughs> yeah, now. I'm 26. i've been driving nine years you know <laughs> doesn't Actually, feel like it does what's it? the date today oh it's april the 20th today i passed my test on april the 14th 2014 <laughs> How do you remember that <laughs> i don't know i've just always remember that day no claims so just over nine years no claims no, i've never ever had same. to make an insurance claim have yeah. you no i haven't uh, no i lie someone else hit me but Admitted fault straight away, Rookie. to be fair. You know yeah, when you well, get out of the car expecting to, you know... Have a big a argument. Too, and he yeah. went, oh, I'm really sorry. I was like, great. <laughs> and it's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have to say I'm very lucky. I've never no. actually... I've never been in an accident involving anyone else Touch other wood. than myself. Touch wood. It's probably plastic, but there we go. <laughs> I've, I've crashed a few cars myself, which I've talked about in previous episodes on my YouTube channel. We were channel. all young once. We were all young once, indeed. But 
anyway, we want to sort of bring up the point that we don't think driving in the UK is no. that fun anymore. It does it does seem to vary where you are in the UK. I know for a fact I do lots of stuff up in Scotland. I was going to say, Scotland, When you Wales. go up there, yeah. Wales, certain parts of Wales, I think essentially where there's less people and there's there's more road, you can still enjoy yourself. But certainly down here in the southeast where we're both based, we're here in sort of um, the greater London area today. And it's just getting yeah. so much harder to to enjoy a motor vehicle these well, days. Well, I mean, you you know, your content on YouTube is cars. So, you know, you're in your car more, way more than I am. But mm. I used to, you know, when I was 19, 20, used to go out, you know, when you're bored, go out for a drive. But the thought of that now doesn't even excite me because I think you're just going to, you know, either sit in traffic, hit a few potholes or there's just... Uh, roadworks everywhere you know it's i think i think it's, it's got probably largely to do with just the amount of people yes. and there's more cars on the road yeah. now but what i wanted to touch on a little bit today is i don't want this to become a political podcast no, <laughs> but the first uh, the first episode i really wanted to talk about this this yes. driving thing yeah and it's always gonna be a little bit political but I one mean, thing i noticed driving here today so my parents are just within the new ULES zone which is not actually going to come into effect august, until august later this year if it does ever come into effect <laughs> but interestingly what has sadiq khan done he's put up all of the signs yes so as you drive you come off the m3 here you drive sort of up the streets to and get there's a camera and there's all of the ULES signs and the cameras they've all been put up famously for about 200 million pounds or something like that <laughs> But one thing they haven't done is put next to the sign, not valid until yes. August. So I actually went on the website earlier as if I'd gone into the yeah, ULES zone, which you would and think, read the sign, you if know, you didn't know, yeah. you saw the sign, you think, oh, I've gone into the ULES maybe, zone. Maybe you were from Europe and you just, you know, you right. just come over in a so rental car. put in the number plate, yeah. as I did, because it was I came in the Jaguar today. So that is not ULES exempt, yeah. which is another thing we'll talk about in a minute. And... <laughs> um, put in my plate and it, it was going to let me pay i can't believe that that they actually let you you know get to the payment screen it should say you know not valid until august or right that should be the first thing on the website i mean admittedly when you go online yes, and you, you select that it. you were in ulez it does then highlight this right. smaller area which is current and not the larger one yes. but for someone who's not in the know and actually the first time i saw the signs i really had to check i just thought it seems a little bit seedy yes. and slightly criminal that they would put all of these signs I, up. I fully understand, you know, you have to get it up. You can't do it all in one day. Of course. I get that. But, but why know, not put something... No, no, but just... like, you know, you see on the motorway, camera not in use. You know, it should, <laughs> should say that, shouldn't it? Yeah, they're the funniest thing. <laughs> you know, whenever you see But then camera... I, I, I never feel confident that it actually exactly. is in I was use. just going to say... I think it's that sign just been left there from about a year ago. Even if I see camera not in use, <laughs> I will still... I mean, I'm never speeding, obviously, but... I will still really make yeah, sure that I'm nervous, not going over yeah. the speed. It's so funny, isn't it? And that's the other little pet hate. I'm completely changing the subject, really. But people who slow right down when they see a highways agency vehicle, <laughs> they are not the police. They do not have cameras. They will not stop they don't you have for any speeding. to stop you, I don't believe. But it's not even, yeah, it's not even about the speeding, no. though. It's like they're doing 70 miles an hour and then they slow down to 60 because they're yes. worried about. Well, people even do that past a police car, and I think a police no one wants to pull overtake. you over if you're doing sixty. You know? No one wants to overtake a police car, do they? <laughs> no, he's probably just on his drive home from work. You know, he's he's had a twelve-hour shift. He's not interested, <laughs> he's not, even if he were. Yeah, but um, this whole ULES expansion thing is proving to be a little bit frustrating for me actually, because I don't know how much I've talked to you about yeah. this, Charlie. But Katie, my now wife, and I, we would like to buy ourselves a daily driver because at the moment. I'm driving a Nissan Pixo. That's my daily driver. You quite like it, though. It, you know what? It's it does great. The job. It's very economical. Yeah. It does the job, but it's manual. Most of the time I'm spending on the M25 in traffic. It's not ideal. And, you know, I want something a little bit nicer. And Katie and I both, as you know, love Range Rovers. And what I was going to do 
We've had two L322s before, which is the sort of 2002, yeah. 2012 generation car. As we love them so much, I said, why don't we just get a last of the line, you know, 2012 TDV81. You can get them for around 10 grand. Yeah, well, I was looking the other day just on Autotrader in general, and I saw it was, I'm not too um, clued up on Range Rovers, to be fair, but it was a Range Rover Sport. Yeah. You know, I thought of you when I saw it. It was in Guildford, which is obviously near where I live. It's a bit so, of you, know. that a Range Rover Sport. I can imagine you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, black, you know, and it was only 18 grand. So I think it was probably similar era to what you've just mentioned yeah. but um 72,000 miles you know amazing isn't it i was going to send it to you but then i never know where things are cat n or cat d i never quite it wasn't one of those but you know you gotta be i'll probably send it to you and you'll send it straight back saying did you not miss this bit at the bottom <laughs> yeah. or something that is the sort of thing i yes. do i'm a bit of a dick yeah well i don't it. i don't read the technical stuff you know i just look at it and go well that looks nice read the performance <laughs> features but the thing is right with this ULES expansion so I was like, let's get a TDV8 one, the 4.4, which is a really great engine. Everyone loves that engine. Well, I mean, it's got its problems, but it's basically you can drive around in a Range Rover and still get around 30 miles per gallon. Very reasonable. Yeah. However, because of ULES and because of the fact my parents live just within inside the zone, it's thrown the sort of diesel thing out of the water because well, you can't have a diesel unless it's after 2015 now. Yes. Got to meet Euro 6 emissions or something. But I, you know, I live in Surrey. And uh, they're even expanding it into areas of Surrey, which confuses me a little bit because... Well, I think it's essentially anything inside, inside the M25. Yeah, but I don't think Watford's in the M25. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Watford's inside the M25 and that's still class part of London. I think it is. No, I remember a pub quiz. There was one question that said, what's the only place in London outside the M25? You're right. I'm just going to have a look on here. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone's probably laughing at me about this really stupid Watford. comment. Watford. It was some Christmas. Uh... <laughs> I might be wrong. It's in the M... Oh, no, 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 no. Where is the M25? It's in the M25. Uh, it is, it is. That does sound like the sort yes. of thing at a pub quiz, though, that would be like... There was something of, about Watford about... I mean, Watford does spill out, but not quite enough. Right. So my point being, though, is that now, instead of buying a sensible diesel L322 Range Rover, I'm now looking at 5-litre supercharged examples, that which you more. are ULES exempt. And the realistic thing <laughs> is that I'm going to need a ULES exempt car because my parents are going to live here for... A, few more years at least i still like seeing them <laughs> so to have this really nice range over that we both bought together and not actually have to drive it to see my parents which is something we do regularly that would really suck so this whole ulez expansion thing is forcing my hand from yes. a relatively sensible diesel to a supercharged petrol car which i'm kind of not complaining about but i think the day-to-day -day cost of fuel is probably gonna be a little bit more with a yeah, supercharged exactly. petrol it confuses me a little bit in the sense of you know when we were growing up we I remember, you know, looking on TV and stuff. It was diesel was the way forward, and now fast forward what fifteen years. So, you know, do you think that it's now not the way forward? The, the weird thing that's happened is that there was that whole diesel push, I think, in the noughties, and then that came crashing down. Yeah, and then the whole sort of hybrid and electric thing started coming to the fore yes. probably ten years ago or so now. And even less now. But around the same time, that's when petrol engines started and diesel engines started to get really efficient. They used yeah, to, yeah, exactly. They, you know, they started being able to get Ford Fiestas to do eighty miles per gallon, yeah. but still have a hundred, hundred and twenty well, well, no, horsepower. You, know, you think back to we were talking the other day. You know, an Audi S five from probably two thousand and eight. It yeah. was a naturally aspirated V eight, and then yeah, you know, yeah. 
after about 2012 every m car was you know either turbocharged you know the, the engine size dropped you know c63s they're not actually 6.3 are they it's a, it's a it's a two yeah. it's a, sorry it's a four cylinder yes, now yes. the new 60, yeah. c63 i can't but believe it's obviously it. they can't really change the name now after all this time you know but it's so strange because they're now doing this whole push for electric cars and this is i mean this is a whole nother topic and this first episode was always gonna be very <laughs> rambly we don't know what we're doing <laughs> but they're doing this whole push for electric cars now and i just think it's such a shame because combustion engines started getting around 10 years ago really efficient yeah yeah you know it's like a, a ford fiesta would do 90 miles per gallon yeah. if you drive it well yeah and yet we're still oh, no, we pushing did, away the challenge we did on the way back from germany on your youtube channel yeah. we drove the r8 Good on point. one tank of fuel that's right yeah, from we, all the way in germany back to aylesbury we drove from the nordschleife yeah. to buckinghamshire was yes. it did we go to buckinghamshire yeah, yeah. And it's about, I think it was about 400 miles door to door. I mean, it's the most boring drive I've ever been on. 60, 70 litre R- <laughs> Audi R8 V10 tank. We, we averaged about 30 miles yeah, per gallon. We had the lorries going past us, but <laughs> <laughs> there was points where I was saying, Joe, just get on with it. The drive there was a bit more fun, although having said that. Yeah, but that, Jeremy Clark, I, I was telling you so many times, you're like, no, but Jeremy Clarkson used to say, didn't he, you know? Sometimes just driving fast is actually more efficient than driving slow. But well, <laughs> I've done a few of these things now. It's a fine line. If there's ever a hill, yeah. You would certainly not want to brake no. to maintain a lower speed. You would just turn the cruise Carry control on. off or whatever yeah. and just roll, <laughs> even if it means you're going 130 miles an hour by the bottom of it. Um, yeah. yeah, that was that was interesting, wasn't it? Gosh, I've done lots of those fuel economy challenges but, now. you know, that shows an R8, you know. Yeah, even That was a, even only a, built last year. Even a V10 still, can, can be pretty efficient. You can still drive it efficiently if you wanted to. But the second you put your foot down... It's all gone. <laughs> Seven miles. I think on the autobahn we did about half an hour. I think it was about. Half, oh, yeah, yeah, we did a we whole did, tank actually. of fuel. We did, I did a video on my channel. I'll, I'll link yeah. it uh, above. Um, it was crazy. To we watch. did two hundred and I think it was two hundred and seven miles yeah. per hour in the end on on the German autobahn in in this Audi R8. But we were probably going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down for about thirty minutes trying to get the run. Obviously going up. Really we just fast, stumbled across that. Coming that back, letting the way. car cool down, etc., yeah. etc. But yeah, I think we went through a whole tank, didn't we, in that sort of 30 minutes? Probably needed 50 miles or I so. think we both needed a Red Bull afterwards. We both stopped. <laughs> that, was, that was actually a wild experience. That was probably the craziest experience. I, think, I, don't, know. I don't think I'd been above 140, so for me, not being in control of the car, it was very... Uh... You did well. But, no, but I trusted, you know, of course, I trusted you. And you always said, you know, if you ever felt halfway through, you know, it wasn't safe, whatever, you were going to pull out. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, you have to be careful with these things. Obviously, check tire pressure and things yeah. like that. But I have to say, you, yeah, I guess I didn't fully appreciate it at the time. You, were you, can, very... you can hear me in the video at the end saying, that's enough, that's enough. I, I think, I think we went over a bump in the road, and that's when I thought it just shows that if you just was, get one of those wrong, it was dip on, in the road. It was on the top run yeah. that we did, yeah. and I'm really pushing it now. We're going downhill, and then we're even going starting to get Tailwind. uphill slightly because we've got a bit of a wind. We're still climbing in speed. And then I think it's just stops. But at that point, you can hear Charlie going, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And then I let off. But that, I mean, that is yeah. that's a, another thing we could talk about, I think. For days. Sort of, for days. But yeah, I, I do remember consciously in that top speed run, when we had that final run, even though I think I probably could have gone even faster, <laughs> you just got to know when to call it sometimes. It's like anything in life, isn't it? Yeah. When enough's enough. What do they say? You can't, you can't have too much of... No, I don't know. Your endorphins were kicking in and it was just... <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is because you're so high off yeah. the adrenaline of, of doing this crazy... I know, and I know people watching probably think that sounds crazy, you know, you're getting high, you know, you're getting this adrenaline kick off, you know, just driving... No, but like, 
Just Mate, think, I could have jumped off know. a bridge I was, <laughs> and like flown. No, way, I was it so is, you static. Know, it was because crazy. No, because the fine line between life and death is so small, and it gets smaller and smaller. Well, this got go. very deep, very, quick, <laughs> very deep and dark. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about we were talking about efficiency. How, did, cars. We, how did we get from you, Les? Yeah, because to... I, it's because I mentioned how fast the fuel went down when you put your foot down. Yeah, right. And yeah. Come on, back onto you, Les. Back onto you, Les. Well, I don't really have much more to say on yeah, on you, Les, without getting political. Yeah. But I think the whole thing. It seems like a little bit of a tax on the poor people because, unfortunately, you know, if you now have a diesel car before 2015, you can't drive it in London without paying £12.50 a But also, a day. The, the trouble in, I find in the UK, you know, my mum's got a ID3 electric. The Volkswagen thing. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, you know, it drives fine. But we've luckily, because my dad from his work previously, we have a, a pod point charger in the house. Oh, okay. Um, which Ooh, he managed fancy. to keep. I probably shouldn't say that, whoever he used to work for. But he managed to keep it. And... Um, so she can charge it at home overnight but the trouble is if they got everyone in 10 years time which is i think 2030 isn't it well they said that theoretically they don't they're not going to sell sell any more petrol or, or whatever any DC. any non EVs. yes um you know so the, the big push towards electric cars the infrastructure simply isn't there you know you go to cobham services on the m25 one of the busiest services yeah. i've ever been to and there's probably what two chargers it feels yes, like but it. it takes two two three on one of those chargers it takes two three hours to get a decent amount charged carrying a journey so what if there was you know think of how many people we saw today on the m25 if half of them had an electric car you know how are you all going to charge it it's not like petrol where you just rock up to the petrol station put it in and leave you're there for two hours it isn't yeah i mean it's the funny structure's not there unfortunately at the minute to, i mean the thing is what I'm more interested in is obviously they're going to... I don't know if it's actually going to... It's probably yes. way and way more likely it's not going to happen in 2030 now, but they're going to stop selling new cars, so yeah. I can't go and buy myself a new Audi R8 anymore because <laughs> they're you know, not going to make them, or yeah. at least not one with, well, a, this is with what, an engine. This is our thought, isn't it? You know, our dream cars, you know, maybe in 10 years' time we will be able to afford them, but oh, will yeah. the, what will happen to the used car markets? Because will the... Will, but on that will thought, a naturally aspirated Ferrari suddenly be twice as much, or will it be less? Yeah. Know? So on that thought, I mean, there's n- there's never really been a new car apart from like now the the new Range Rover. I'd buy one of them in a heartbeat if I could afford one. But I'm worried about in ten years' time. Say I I can afford then a Ferrari yeah. 430, which yeah. I've always wanted a Ferrari 430. <laughs> you know, they're sixty seventy grand now. They're all going to be in Europe. <laughs> what? What happens? Yeah, what happens to those sorts of cars in in ten, fifteen well, years it, yeah. from now? When when we can afford to buy them? Are you just taxed to the hill on them that you can't right. actually drive? Them? That's what that's what I'm intrieved by. What are they going to do about? <laughs> They've become that? a track car because <laughs> you know what? If they're only going to sell electric cars, brand new from 2030 onwards, okay. If I can still drive my straight pipe six liter V12 BMW seven series yes. and pay normal tax, yes. fine, great, have your electric. Yeah, but cars. you won't be paying normal tax. But I think you're right, Charlie. I think they're going to probably. I mean. It would just have to be, you'll have to buy, you know, let's say now a daily driver could be a, you know, Porsche, McCann or whatever. Mm. You would have to then just make it a weekend car because of the, you know, the oh. charges you might have to incur if you're driving to so London boring. with it. You know, it's so your dull. dream car might have to be just the weekend car, not a daily driving one. But, but it almost felt like when I passed my test, there was... <laughs> The there dream was, was alive. Sense of euphor- yeah, there was this sense of euphoria. <laughs> the world that, that, is here, yeah. That Britain was a great place for drivers and, you know, we really celebrated yeah, it as a sure. country. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is it just Britain, you know? There, is it happening in other places it around is. Europe? It's happening everywhere. I think we still have it quite easy in, yeah. in some ways. But, I mean, you've seen Germany. I mean, you, driving in Germany is like driving in Forza Horizon. It's, it's well, well, we're near the Nürburgring. I did say to you, it's like a video game. You know, you what? just go, oh, look, there's an R8 and you're in the forest and, you know. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. 
so we're going to try and make the most of that while it lasts. That's another thing we actually want to talk about in a future episode is, well, we both love going to Germany and love the Nürburgring. It was my first time going to the Nürburgring when I went with you and I just, we didn't actually manage to get around it. But which, you've, you've caught the bug, haven't you? I have. You've caught the bug just from watching all the cars well, going Well, I saw, around. you know, I saw this, you know, 60-year-old woman just going around in her Skoda at about 20 <laughs> and I thought, but that's I it. said to you, you know, she'd taken the wrong turning on the motorway or something. Yeah. But one thing we've talked about, because because Charlie's never gone around the Nürburgring, no. obviously instantly I think, right, well, let me get a car yes. and we'll take you over there. But I don't actually have anything. I mean, no. short of a, what, a Nissan Pixar and a Jaguar around there. No, you, you know what? It, I could wheel drive. The, it'd be great around there. But the tires are nearly bald as it is. So. Yeah, well, that'd be an excuse to get rid of them. But maybe, maybe we buy like we get five grand together. Yeah. Maybe a bit less yeah. even. Buy ourselves something that's road legal, but also a bit fun. Maybe like a, an early Audi TT yes. with the Bam two two five engine work to it, and that's going to be a whole. We can strip the maybe or, boot lining yeah. out and all sorts of stuff, and then see if, it, see if it does actually make it around a lap of the ring. Would you be interested then in seeing yes. a little? track series where we buy something charlie and i buy something that you can just get on autotrader for two grand now yeah and turn it into a little track weapon within with you know not, not and changing something, not changing engines not changing drivetrains too much something but. that brakes are not too expensive for because pretty much every time we go <laughs> yeah if anyone knows any uh, contacts near the nurburgring <laughs> yeah. we'll do us a deal That'd for every good. time we uh blow up that'd be very good that's something i'd like to do later this year I yeah think, well the season's april now sort of it's all back it'll just be again. logistics of it i think the problem you know if we're going to make it a track car, we're not going to really want to be driving it down there. So, yeah, we we'll have to we'll have to have a think about that. I think there's a few cars I've got in mind, but we can talk a little bit more. Yeah. It's more about getting the money together as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it is interesting. I, I wonder what's going to happen to driving in this country. Yeah. Um, everything just seems to be a little bit down at the moment. This whole ULES talk, and I'm very aware that that's actually only in London. This whole ULES expansion, and lots of you. Don't live in London. Well, I think watch this space with it. We'll have will to see, happen? won't we? There's still a, there's still an argument whether it will happen or not. So yeah. So um, one other thing I wanted to talk about on the the roads, and again, it's a little bit political, but they recently announced that they're getting rid of, or they're at least discontinuing smart motorways. I thought you were going to say the Golf. <laughs> the, what do you mean? Are they getting rid of the Golf? What the car? The Golf? Yes. The Volkswagen Golf? Yes. Why on earth would I want they're, to talk? No, I just thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> Are they actually discontinuing? I think they are. No. They are for a few years. Yeah, they are. Hmm. The Golf is... Yeah, because my brother's got a Golf R and we were talking about it. The, they're discon- it was on the news last week that discontinuing the Golf as of the end of this year. Or are they just discontinuing the... Model. Combustion Golf. Probably, but... That would be very surprising. It was a big, choice, big, a big article about the Golf. We'll have to... We'll okay, have we'll have to dig that. Maybe maybe next week or whenever we do this next episode, you can yeah, bring, sorry. Up, bring back, up some information around, <laughs> around the Golf. But Smart Motorways... It's impossible not to get political because the main issue with smart motorways is the high number of fatalities on certain stretches of the road, which are smart motorways. Now, essentially, what they are, not all of them, but there's this, I think, all lanes, something smart motorways. Some of them basically don't have a hard shoulder. Well, it does, but it turns into a lane when it gets busy. They just take, they can use the gantry gant, gant turn it into an extra sure. lane. But some of them don't, act, like, permanently no, no, don't. Of course. And there's yeah. just, like, refuge yes. areas every, I don't know, mile or yes. something. But... Yeah, finally, the government have said that they're not going to make any more of them. I think there was like another 11 of them or 11 stretches yeah. that were going to be going into production or, or whatever. And they're not going to do that, which I think is a good thing because less of those pesky overhead signs and closing of right. roads and all sorts of stuff, which I think is a great thing for road safety, but that's not really what we're going to talk about on here. I did just want to bring up, though, you know how they have all of the variable speed limits oh, stuff? Don't get me started on them. Oh. No, there's, well, there's a stretch of road. I mean, I work at Heathrow, so I probably do go around the M25 the same way 
200 times a year. And yeah. I can guarantee you, I mean, we could go there now, and I can guarantee you, <laughs> I think it's the M3 junction to the A320, which is Chertsey, every day, every day, and pretty much all times of day, without fail, it will be anti-clockwise. Uh, it goes down to a, at least a 40. And then I could probably tell you the gantry where it's going to go back up to a 60, because I know it so much. And I'm just questioning... Irregardless of traffic levels. Well, no, but it says queue ahead, and there must be some science to it. I reckon there's a camera on the slip rope when a certain amount of people join it drops it because there's too many people joining but it always says queue ahead and it makes me really frustrated because i think well, there is a queue now because you've just made it into a queue well this is the the thing. i don't know that i've always wanted to email highways agencies i know that sounds really vain but it's because i'm you know when that's you're, exactly I so, the sort of stuff i want to no, be doing you know, as you know, a grown, so, you know when you're married you know, man you know when you're so tired i mean i fly for a living so i've come off a long flight i'm tired i just want to go back to bed and i'm like this journey without the variable there was there's no accidents 90 percent of the time i could be getting home I'm within 40 minutes even driving you know moderately listen neither of us are, are road no. safety experts we've never been inside of a control room I've in never, our lives. I, i've never done a speed awareness course so i've done several but <laughs> I, I, I besides I the point i just don't see how so my my real problem is that you have all of these average speed check um sorry not average speed check these these gantries with variable speed limits it's the way that they change them seemingly so sporadically now I mentioned that Katie and I come here a lot to my parents' house, and we live up in Buckinghamshire, so that involves a drive on the M25 and the M40. The M40 is fine for the most part, but the M25 section, the amount of times we've been driving home really late, sort of midnight, one in the morning, and it's just 40, and yeah. there's nothing on the road. I've, and then it will go back to national, and then it will go down no, to no, 40 No, no, I've seen again. one before, and I, I think I remember telling you, like, I phoned you like straight away, like, you don't, you're not going to believe what I've just seen. It was, uh, we were, it was national. Then the thing dropped to a 40, and then the next one along, probably 200 yards, was back up to national. So you've just told everyone to break and then speed up again. I don't see how that's not dangerous. And also, it's, it's very niche, this one, but on the A41 near Aylesbury, there's these two physical signs that say 50. We sound, either like, side we of sound the, like we're moaning here, Joel. We sound like a bunch of old men, which is you know sort of what I am, really. But there's these two 50-mile-an-hour signs for some roadworks that did happen there about a year ago they happened about a year ago they, they, it was all going on but they haven't removed these yes. 50 signs so it's literally you come off this roundabout you accelerate up to 70 and then it says 50 for like 200 yards for maybe a yeah. half a mile yeah. you come around the corner at National. there's nothing there just remove them <laughs> Just Someone, remove the signs. Someone's forgotten. I'm half tempted to go and move them you know, On my way home later I'm going to pull over the Jag on the side of the road hopefully not in a pile of smoke like normal and remove those bloody they're, signs. They're all going to report you now. So yeah. you've said it. All of those, what, how many? Eight people watching? What do you reckon? <laughs> well, two, of, be the, so two of them are us. So. <laughs> yes, and maybe, maybe, maybe your dad. Six. No, so three. Three. Three people. But yeah, anyway, we, we could... We could, we could. If you want to hear us rant, that's fine. But we could no. rant for hours about this. I just think ranting is not particularly constructive. So that's probably enough chat about moaning. It's probably enough moaning about <laughs> smart motorways and ULES and stuff. I mean, I'd love to hear your opinions on no, it. No, and I'd, I'd love an expert, you know, to tell, oh, tell we us. We should get an expert them. on the yeah. on the thing to tell us why they can't have all of the overhead gantries saying keep left unless overtaking. Yeah. But you know, that's a whole, it's <laughs> a whole other story. But. On our slightly <laughs> earlier uh, topic where we were talking about how, you know, I want to buy a BMW M6 with a V10 in it. And I don't know when my time's going to come. Hopefully not too long. But if I had 20 grand now, yeah. or if you had 20 grand now, to go and buy that car before the government tax it out of affordability, 
what what would you be doing 20 20 grand 20 grand you, you've been given yeah. 20 grand you've still got your bmw uh daily driver <laughs> i've still got my nissan pixo yeah. and my but you've just been given 20 grand just for the purpose of buying a car. here's 20 yeah. grand you, you can't, can't, no, you can't do anything <laughs> sensible with it you have to buy a car <laughs> yeah but you're this is where we differ because i feel like you would go for what you'd see as a classic right very much whereas you know for me I wouldn't be buying a seven series, but that excites you. Doesn't I wouldn't it? be buying a seven series <laughs> for twenty grand either. Not for twenty grand, but you might buy two different cars for. Ah, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't. Well, I didn't. No, maybe let's just say you have okay. to buy one car. And I'd be interested in your opinion on what I was going to say because I would go out and buy a probably a four twenty or a four thirty BMW. I think they've always really yeah. Well, you you've got your BMW one series. I've always liked them. I always think that I don't like the M four because they're too common now I'd buy an M3 but for me I love the shape of the 4 series I do like it you know what I saw fairly recently and I went what on earth I didn't know that they did that 440i yes basically the 4 series yeah I've always wondered why you don't the M140 or yes. the M240 or but, the M4, but the M4's got the same engine hasn't it I think the it's a straight line no this is where my straight, BMW straight 5 it's still an in. it's still a 6 cylinder right. they're all 6 cylinders the, the M4 is obviously I don't know if it's actually a different block or if it's still the B58 well, but okay, know. so you, I give you twenty grand. You're no, going to buy a four so, yeah, series. Yeah, so I was going to say that. But then if you really? went, to, if you said to me, it has to be something a bit more exciting, really, a bit more exciting, a bit more exciting. I thought of, well, you had one. I don't. One of your YouTube friends lent you one, and you took me out in it, and he'd done a lot of work to it. The ah. three, is it a three seventy or three fifty? The three seventy Z. I know that he, was he Cole's changed, car. I think he, that's Cole. Have you still got that car? I, I can't. He remember. did something to the. Um, drivetrain I think I'm right and he had a I think it was a quaif differential on the back yes. so turning that at low speed it knocks like a <laughs> like a Jehovah's Witness but um, it, <laughs> I don't know if I can say that I can probably say that can't I that's okay that's fairly that's that's fairly mild PC. religious humour um, yeah like at low speeds that was uh, a, a dog but it, he's built he's basically built it I think he has still got it because I've seen a video where he's he's got I a, thought it was very cool he's got a hydro and everything yes. he, he built that car for drifting and we weren't even being stupid in it but it was just a little bit on a country road you know you can have a bit of fun a bit of tail so really that's a really good shout I, but, was I mean actually, for 20 grand I guess you could pick one up I don't really know how much they are but you know 14 well, and three, then do a bit of work to yeah, it yeah 14 would get you a really nice one yeah. they actually made them was it a 350 or 370 370 yeah, so the 350 the 350 standard came before don't really appeal to me the you know when so they what, don't have a rear spoiler and they've got that one exhaust what you could probably like get for 20 grand is a 370z nismo Ooh. and maybe a higher mileage slightly yes. earlier one but um i've also experienced one of them my friend uh anthony who has a channel sports and touring he has a, a nismo as well as a few other cars yeah. now i think no just they're not really um you don't really hear about many people talking about them now, you know, as in... Because pro- I guess they still make the model. Right? I, I actually always wanted... There was a various... When I was a kid, I, I think yeah. it was when I was buying... But I think it was when oh. I was buying that Porsche Boxster. Or I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe a time before. similar Certainly, style, isn't it? There was there has been various times on my YouTube career where I've almost bought 350 yes. or 370Z because I do think they are that. They're really um, I remember when... Under the radar. The film Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. No, they, that was the main car. That right. DK the 350. In, yeah. I a, saw it the other day. It was, actually, a, it was a veil side. I'm sure you can probably somehow for another 30, 40 grand get a veil side body kit, but they yeah. are cool. Yeah, there's, there is something. I think my I did a piece with that car that I took you out and that you just mentioned on my YouTube channel last year. And I think the title of that video was Here's Why the 370Z is Underrated. Because yes. they, they. Well, it's like. It's like you a don't lower, see many of them. It, it, it's still a very um, performance, technical, good car, but you don't see it as. It's not 
price ranged up there with the Porsches. You know, yeah, it, so some people would probably say it's a poor man's it, Cayman, yeah. wouldn't they? But really, I mean, I, I have to say... It's more I, of a street car, if you, you know. Yeah, but, you know, if you ask me, I mean, if you ask me if I wanted a Cayman, or the equivalent Cayman, which would be like a 98... Yeah. Seven, maybe a nine eight one generation or a, or a three seventy Z. I'd have the three seventy Z personally because I think it's just more of a, a GT car. Yeah, but maybe when you're a bit older, you might change your mind. On when that. I've got a colostomy bag and yeah. I can't do more than half an hour. Actually, that's now I can't. When you're do going more than half an no, hour, you can take the three seventy. I don't go to them much, but you know, on a summer's night, you go on a car meet or something. You know, yeah, but that's something you know, to do on a I'm Sunday. Trying to find or... some evening car meets, I just can't yeah. find any of them. I'd really like to go to some more car meets this year, but I think. Your four series, I think it's a lovely car. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> it's not really you know, your. I you feel like, like before you have said to me that they're actually okay. You do quite like them, but you I've always buy said one. so with BMW. I think it's probably the same with Mercedes as well. Maybe even mainly BMW Mercedes, but people who go out and buy a, I don't know, thirty grand one series. You're talking about new, newish. Yeah. If you so, so let's say a thirty grand. Let's say a, like a couple of years old. Uh, M240i yeah. right 30 grand if you just get like something one year my point basically one series two series three, the higher you go the more like standard options you have so like if you try uh, and find an M240i or even a BMW yes, M2 with like electric seats it's really hard but on a 4 series that would be like yeah. standard so I would actually argue that like a 430i well no but you think back to your 7 series new I don't know how you were saying how much that would have cost oh at least 100 grand so it's going to have a yeah, very good. For, the know, bigger hand. cars depreciate more yeah. than the smaller cars. So essentially, what my point is, that you're getting more for your money. Yes, I think if you had twenty grand, you could probably get a, I don't know, three year old M two thirty, right? Yeah, two thirty, or for twenty grand, you could get a four year old four thirty, but it would have so many more features Specs on it. It would have a heated wheel, probably. It would have electric yeah. seats. So yeah, I have always said that. I quite like them for that reason, especially the Grand Coupe ones. Are quite. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, this is so this is this is why it's interesting because we do have a very different taste. I just like a very streamlined car. Mm. That's where I find like the four series convertibles. If you've ever seen an M4 convertible, they're actually a different shape to the M4. What the four series versus? Now, the, if you look at an M4 convertible and yeah. an M4 coupe, the the shape is very very different wow. of a car. Very I different. Did not know that. It's very boxy. Yeah, this you could you would mistake it for a standard three series. I'm not joking. <laughs> so I need to talk to you about this off camera actually, but there's a BMW convertible that I really want to buy right now. It's on mm. Auto Trader. I found it. I've got. I'm looking for my next sort of project yeah. car on YouTube. I'll chat to you about yes. that in a second. But maybe I've, if I, I end I, up, I have an instinct what it might be. But we'll, we'll did see. I mention it? Maybe I mentioned it already. But anyway, <laughs> that I think I think we've probably yeah. done a good bit of chat there yeah. for 45 minutes, 50 minutes or so. Um, you, you guys, might have zoned out by now. You never know. You're probably not watching, <laughs> but if you are still watching, thank you yes, so much. For giving uh, us a chance to... Uh, yeah, it's going to be very low rent to yes. start with. I apologise. I think I've noticed, actually, as we've gone on, that the camera has got very dark. It's got dark outside, and we've slowly descended into the and shadows. I was banging on the table for the first half. Yes, you were. <laughs> I could hear that. <laughs> but hopefully you've enjoyed our waffle. Um, I've known a lot of you from the It's Joel channel have always asked for a a bit more longer form content so i thought this was a natural progression you could have just sat here on your own but i could have done but i, <laughs> I didn't want to man you no, know, no but i'm saying what you could you could have done but it would have been a bit sedated and... i've done a lot i've done my youtube channel for years yeah. now and it's basically 99 percent of it is just me yeah. and it's quite lonely sometimes yeah. but 
I, I thought with the podcast it'd be really cool to get you know second dynamic on there maybe we could have sort of guest features I'm sure there's lots of other YouTubers that you guys might be interested in that we Shmi. can talk to but at the same time I don't want to do stuff that other Shmi. people have done either you get Shmi on yeah Shmi do you want to come on what would you talk to and I'd want Zach's Garage to come on you, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to yeah Zach's Garage might be I've really never met well I have actually I met him at Goodwood with you when he we went there to Festival okay. Speed. Yeah, but, yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. when we were flew in a helicopter. Actually, that was really fun, wasn't it? I loved that. For, that was, that was a great. For, that was a first outside. for me. Helicopter. I don't know if it's a first for you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I always vowed never to go on a helicopter. That photo's until... framed on my wall. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's lovely, yeah. isn't it, Charlie? You know, yeah, no, I'd love to get some more people on here. I think this well, has been. I mean, Shmi's very big as well, so you know, even someone. Anyone. What would you so if you had Shmi here now? Yeah. What would you be talking to him about? Um, about how. He got his channel to where he got it to. I know mm. that's probably been done before. Probably, but, but you know, actually, there's always uh, something to be said for having different perspectives, perspectives on things. Yeah, no, of course, and you know how his lineup developed so quickly, and um, yeah, I'd like to know what his um, sort of general taste in cars is because he's got such a wide range yes. of, of of things. But um, I saw him the other day, actually. But anyway, <laughs> um, that's all good. But yeah, I've I've really enjoyed this first episode. What yeah, about you? So Has I. it been okay? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's better. Maybe the first you... five minutes, I was a bit, you know. Without even realising, you might look at me and think... No, oh, it's a bit, little bit twitchy and nervous. I was definitely feeling that. A bit but uptight. It's, it's very different, actually, from doing sort of, you know, filming in a... Yeah. Obviously, you don't really do any of it, no. but filming in a car with, you know, you're in a car and it's just you talking, where now I've got this big microphone and whatever. But it's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. I think we'll do We're more. We're waffling again. Let's hope that you guys enjoy it as well. Um, can I just say, if uh, you can hit subscribe here on YouTube, we'd really appreciate it. If yes. we can get this channel to a thousand subscribers, it means we can monetize it, which means we'll likely make more episodes. So, and we can do some more fun episodes. Exactly. Then we can start building up that piggy bank for our project car to the yes. Nurburgring. That would be awesome. We need you guys. That would be great if this podcast <laughs> yeah. can pay for us to have a yes. Audi TT to yeah. thrash around the Nurburgring. We'd that even, make you know, it. if you, we'd even if someone came met us at the Nurburgring you know we'd get That'd one of our awesome. fans to come and yeah, they can just drive it around be, yeah, get exactly. Misha to drive we could do it. like a competition like I'd our 10,000th subscriber could drive our Audi yeah. TT around the yeah. Nurburgring how cool would that be we can even get Misha to drive it get Misha yeah, yeah. He, can text he can test it and be like oh, <laughs> what <laughs> have you done I don't think he'd want to drive it would he <laughs> anyway thank you all thank so much you. for watching please do comment below uh, let us know if this was an absolute dog's dinner or you did enjoy it and also future topics because I think we'll probably do Anyway, thank you, Charlie, yes. for agreeing to uh, come on camera yeah. and uh, help me with this. Yeah. It's been really great having you on. Let's see where we and go. And let's see how this goes. But before we completely descend into darkness, thank you so much for watching. From me and Charlie, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>